There's a dinosaur in the building. Oh my god. Does that feel good? Mm, baby, it always does. Is that the noise you make when you climax? <laughs> Are you a dementor? Yes. <laughs> It's June. It's June, bitches. Do you know what that is? Do you know what June is? A month. It's Pride Month. Oh. Happy Pride, everybody. Gay. (laughs) (laughs) We love the gays. We love all the queer people. Wow. Maybe there will be a Pride Parade this year. There There wasn't one last year, right? No, there wasn't one last year, but it's for sure scheduled this year. Nice. Great. I know this because my work um, was like, please reserve this weekend for pride because it's going to be so busy and i said i quit <laughs> i did actually i quit you said bye i don't want it <laughs> no i want to participate yes i don't want to work even though i'd probably make a lot of money serving but not for who me. ever wants to work fuck that no. no can't the government just make everything free money is fake yeah daddy trudeau come through babe come on mama um so before i introduce this week's book welcome to not your mother's book club <laughs> a podcast where Dharma reads some Me. sexy schmexy smut, and I sit here, Michaela, just being sexy schmexy. Yeah, I read sexy schmexy things to a sexy schmexy lady, and we talk about yeah. them. Yeah, we say words into microphones, and then you listen and laugh. Maybe <laughs> laugh. I tell you, what's new with you, baby? Boyba, nothing. I'm. <laughs> nothing. Okay. <laughs> oh, what's new with you? <laughs> also nothing. <laughs> I have nothing. Yeah. Um Should we just dive right in? Yeah, I think we should just read the book. <laughs> Let's do it. Great. Um I'm actually pretty excited for this book this week. Okay. I'm bringing someone back that we kind of love. Let me grab oh, the book. That we love? This week because it's pride. Oh. I said, "Let's bring in something that is pride." <laughs> the title of this book this week pride and prejudice (laughs) (laughs) oh my god that would have been good but there's no sex in pride and prejudice no and there's also no lgbtq plus all the things darcy is a closeted gay (laughs) probably the book i have this week is called trans wizard harriet porber and the bad boy parasaurol office by chuck tingle (laughs) oh my god Trans wizard, Harriet Porber. What is this book? (laughs) There's Harriet Porber and the bad boy dinosaur. I'm not going to pronounce that again. No. Is that a woolly mammoth? Yeah. Who is that other woman in the corner? (laughs) That is a sentient motorcycle. I have to read the back of the book before I explain who these characters are. (sighs) I wasn't prepared for this today. Another Chuck Tingles? Yeah. What were you prepared for today? I feel like we were just here. It was like a month and a half ago. This is like a bad trip. (laughs) It's going to be great. Okay. It's going to be so good. I don't believe you. (laughs) Because Chuck Tingle wrote this after the turf who shall not be named came out as a turf. Yes. And Chuck Tingle said, not on my watch. So he made a book about trans people? Trans wizards. I love it. Yeah. 
he said, fuck you. And then he donated a bunch of money to a transgender <laughs> law center. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Okay. Go Chuck Tingles. Yeah. We're here to support our queer brothers and sisters. Yes. By reading disgusting, awful smut. <laughs> That's our the name of the game. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> get okay, ready. This, get ready. Mm-hmm. This is the back of the book. Okay. Trans wizard Harriet Porber is a master spellsmith who's found herself in a bit of a pickle. Bit of a pickle. After finishing wizard college, Harriet made a name for herself by creating a hit viral spell, but has since failed to craft a follow-up. Now Harriet's agent, Minerma, is breathing down her neck, suggesting that Harriet take a trip to an island off the coast of England for inspiration. Okay. Hoping for some peace and quiet to clear her head, Harriet Porber arrives to find that her new neighbor, an angsty bard named Snabe from the band (laughs) Seven Inch Nails. (laughs) Snabe! It's so close, but it's so not. It's It's like somebody who doesn't know Harry Potter and they're like, you know that that Snabe Snabe character? (laughs) That's so funny. From the band Seven Inch Nails is already there making a racket. This parasaurolophus. Let me do it again. This parasaurolophus. Is that a type of dinosaur? I don't know if it's real or fake. I didn't look that up. Okay. <laughs> well, let us know in the comments. <laughs> um, this dinosaur spellcaster is a bad boy through and through. And with his incredible powers of metamagic, Snape reveals that this layer of reality is much more than it seems. Could Harriet and Snape really be characters in a parody romance novel? I think they are. (laughs) What? I think that's what this is. Soon enough, these two are discovering they have more similarities than differences. Both trans, both strong, and both hoping to create a new spell that will change the world. But with the addition of two devious sentient motorcycles to the mix, Delatrix and Braco... What is happening? This book is just like throw words onto a page. There are so many. There are so many things. Yeah, there's a lot going on. Things start to get complicated. Yeah, as I just said. Yes. Now, trans wizard Harriet Porber is caught up in a tale of magic and mystery where nothing is as it seems, except for one universal truth. Love is real. Ew. <laughs> I have the one word to sum this whole book up is just ew. Yeah. Oh my god, the dinosaur man has tattoos on him. Yeah, he's a bad boy bard. But that haircut really is so many things. It's Alan it's Rickman, Snape's- baby. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> uh, rest in peace, love. Um, Alan yeah. Rickman. So this is Snape. This is Harriet Porber, obviously. Yeah, she's stunningly beautiful. Yeah, that motorcycle in the corner with the crazy hair that's delatrix so she is a motorcycle she is a motorcycle delatrix and braco are motorcycles <laughs> and they're going to get ridden i don't know i'm i'm assuming <laughs> they're like the bullies oh okay yeah as delatrix and braco are in the normal delatrix book. and draco yeah, yeah. <laughs> um and this guy we don't see him in this in what we're reading today but his name is Bumbleborn <laughs> <laughs> B- 
Bumbleborn, get out. Bumbleborn. And there's um there's a waitress in the in this book and her name is Gobby. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I love it. So basically, this is what happens. Harriet is like, I have to come up with a new hit single spell because yeah. in this reality, wizards sell their spells and they become viral or whatever. Makes sense. Yes. Um, but she is stuck. She has no inspiration. So Minerma is like, go to my cabin. So she does. And then Snape is there and making a rocket. And he's this bad boy. He's like, I won't turn my music down for you. And Harriet says, I'm going to call the cops. So she does. 911, what is your emergency? Is that a weed? But Snape, his genre of magic is meta magic. So he knows, the character Snape knows that Chuck Tingle is the author of a book and that Snape is a character. It's so meta. <laughs> oh my God. So the whole, like every once in a while, Snape will be like, I'm only acting this way because I'm written this way. And then he'll like say a message to the reader. Chuck Tingles. Chuck I Tingle. love that you use your talents for evil. But also good. Well. <laughs> <laughs> because here's the thing. Chuck Tingle wrote this book to be like, it's okay to love characters that are written by bad people. Oh, I understand. Okay. Yeah. That's why it's meta. Yeah. That's why it's meta because Chuck Tingle wants to make a point that like, a good person of an author can write a bad person character and a and bad person author can write good people characters. Hmm. All right, Chuck Tingles. Yeah. yeah. And I there's, see you. there's a quote in here that I wrote down because I thought it was really cute and, you know, pride. Hashtag pride. <laughs> so Snape says this at one point. I want the reader to know they're beautiful and strong and important in whatever body they inhabit. Aw, that's so nice. Yeah. There's a couple other quotes like that in this book. It's very like, everyone's beautiful. Oh. Fuck J.K. Rowling. Yeah. She who shall not be named. The turf who shall not be named. The minister of not magic. No magic. No, no magic, magic is going on. Take away that Twitter. <laughs> she doesn't need it. She's it used and abused. Take it away. Oh, yeah. So um, this is trans wizard Harriet Porber and the bad boy Parasaurolophus. I don't know why he's a dinosaur. I I love that this book is like meant, it has undertones of like uplifting and it's here to inspire. Yeah. And like take characters that were written by that people are very confused about how to feel and just like flipping it and reversing it. <laughs> but it's like such a meme. Yeah. So I think that's just Chuck Tingle in a nutshell. Yeah. <laughs> Chuck Tingle is like, life is fake. Do whatever the hell you want. Yeah, I have something to say, but like, do I? <laughs> You'll never know. You'll never know. <laughs> I won't make it clear. Yeah. <laughs> so, right. yeah. So Harriet and Snape obviously are attracted to each other, but they hate each other at the same time. Mm -hmm. And then we love that dynamic. Yes. They end up going on a date reluctantly. Mm. He, Snape asks Harriet out and she's like, Ugh, I guess. She's like, I need to loosen up while I'm here on the island. So I might as well go out with this guy I find with is this hot. lizard tattooed man with a bowl cut. Yeah, that's the one, Harriet. That's the one. That's the one, girl. <laughs> that's who you're going to get married to. Um, And so they go on a date. But then Harriet's like, eh, 
So she starts working on her spell <laughs> because she knows that Delatrix and Draco are there as Snape's posse. So it's like assumed that he's dating Delatrix and Draco. Oh. So Harriet's like, I don't want to be a part of this. Yeah. I just want to write my spells. So she minds her own business and then she goes on a trail in the forest on a hike and Snape follows her and he like gives her a thumbnail, like a little USB. And he's like, this is the spell I'm working on. I want you to like listen to it and let me know what you think. A thumb drive? A thumb drive. That's what I meant. (laughs) Like she, he gives her a thumbnail? He gives her a thumbnail. (laughs) No, a thumbnail is like the picture in the, at the beginning of a YouTube video. Oh, this is true. (laughs) Here's a picture. Um, and he's like, listen to this spell and because his spells are music. And let me know what you think because she's a wizard and she's good at writing spells. Oh, my God. It's going to put her under the spell. <gasps> is it? I don't know. I think the spell they're writing is like very complicated and meta. So it's like mm-hmm. it's like a deus ex machina spell where it's like they cast the spell and the characters will get what they need when they need it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, okay. think it, I think it ends up being some metaphor for loving yourself. Great. We love to see it. So um, that's where we're at. That's the scene before. Okay. And now, and now we're going to have some sex. In the woods? In the woods. With a thumbnail. With a th- thumbnail. <laughs> yes. Okay, cool. All right. Great. I'm here for it. I'm not as scared, I guess. We've already, we've seen the Chuck Tingles yeah. world, so. Yeah, this front cover, like his front covers are very scary. Yeah. I'm just going to show it one more time. Yeah. They always have just people standing there. It's like every character. <laughs> you really know what you're getting into. Yeah. This is like his trigger warning. <laughs> the cover really lets you know what it's going to be. Yeah. <laughs> oh, about the author? Oh, shall we? Dr. Chuck Tingle is an erotic author and Taekwondo grandmaster. Brackets. Almost black belt. Okay. From Billings, Montana. After receiving his PhD at DeVry University in holistic massage, Chuck found himself fascinated by all things sensual, leading to his creation of the Tingler. Quotes. Tingler. A story so blissfully erotic that it cannot be experienced without eliciting a sharp tingle down the spine. Chuck's hobbies include backpacking, checkers, and sport. (laughs) Just sport. One sport. We don't know what it is. Sport. Sport. You can decide. What's the sport? Just one sport. (laughs) You ready, Michaela? You ready? You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. For some... (laughs) For some Chuck Tingle goodness. Yeah. Realness. Category is? Tingles. (laughs) Up and down that spine. (laughs) I put the thumb drive in my pocket. Okay. (laughs) I wasn't ready. (laughs) We're doing it. A thumb drive is in her pocket. Okay, her thumb is driving in his pocket. (laughs) Is that it? I question. I suddenly realize that our bodies are just barely touching one another now, the tension between us hanging heavy and thick in the air. I don't know, Snabe replies with a smirk. Is it? My breathing heaving, I suddenly find my body surging with lust, completely taken by the bad boy dinosaur's powerful presence. He may be endlessly frustrating, but right now that's the last thing on my mind. 
Do you like a bad boy? In theory, I like a bad boy. But in practice, I would probably have nothing to do with him. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I feel like it's always this like image that people lust over. Yeah. But I don't, I don't know. I feel like for me, it's a yes. (laughs) Yeah. I also feel like bad boys in real life are not relegated to this like biker look that so many mainstream mediums portray them as. Yeah. Because I love the like longer, dark, wavy hair that you mostly find on a bad boy. But I also want book nerd who finds me at the library. (laughs) Good luck. (laughs) Good luck with that, babe. You're going to get the guy with like long hair, but like works at medieval times. Ew. uh... (laughs) Well, that's the type that would be in a bookstore. (laughs) Sorry, babe. You ruined it. Well, I feel like a lot of bad boys that... Well, they look like a bad boy. Mm -hmm. They usually aren't. Their personality is not that. They just have like this exterior look of tattoos and... Yeah. Oh, I love tattoos. Yeah. They have like that don't care attitude. Yeah. But they do care. (laughs) Now that you're describing it, I'm like, I would be extremely attracted to this person. Yeah. Sleeves on both arms of tattoos. I mean, not a shirt. (laughs) He's just wearing a shirt. (laughs) (laughs) A tight fitting t-shirt. Yeah. Nice jeans, longer hair, maybe a scar on his cheek or something. (laughs) (laughs) From his work at Medieval Times. (laughs) From jousting. (laughs) Scar on his cheek. I don't know. It makes him edgy. (laughs) And he can definitely ride a motorcycle. Yeah. I would be extremely attracted to this person. Yeah. I would also be very attracted to a guy in a little vest with cute glasses and slacks and loafers who's carrying around a bunch of books and can (laughs) quote Pride and Prejudice. Okay, I don't know who this man is. Uh, I'm moving on. Yeah, I feel like now you're just saying all of all of the men <laughs> you're like yeah i like a bad boy but i also just like one that's in slacks but like if he's wearing slippers and he's reading a book but he's also like watching pride and prejudice but then he also has sleeves on and then tattoos and he can walk and <laughs> smile and talk <laughs> dharma's type as long as- <laughs> yeah <laughs> if you're breathing you're my type yeah <laughs> He may be endlessly frustrating, but right now that's the last thing on my mind. What are you waiting for? I whisper. Suddenly, I'm kissing Snape deeply, our lips meeting in an explosion of passion. Before I can even fully comprehend what's happening, my hands are roving across his dinosaur body, tracing the curves of his muscular chest that I've spent so long mapping with my eyes. His large prehistoric frame is even more impressive under the palms of my hands, every single inch of the parasaurol office, toned <laughs> to absolute perfection. Okay, if if you had to have sex with a dinosaur, what dinosaur would you have sex with? I don't know my dinosaurs well enough to answer this. Well, there's like velociraptors. They're like little and scary. And then there's like a T-Rex. There's a... A pterodactyl, he can fly. Triceratops. Yeah. Long necks. What are they called? They I don't have know names. what they're called. Or okay, what if we just talk fictional dinosaurs like Barney? 
Littlefoot. What's Littlefoot from? From Land Before Time. Okay, great. <laughs> the only um, other dinosaur. Sarah. Movie. No, what's her name? Yeah, Sarah. <laughs> Sarah. Um, the big dinosaur in um, Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, that's it. That's, that's all I've got. Those are all the dinosaurs that ever existed. I don't know how to answer this question. Okay. Do you? Um, I feel like probably a T-Rex, and maybe that sounds mainstream. But I think I'd say T-Rex. He's like big. He's probably likes to dominate. With his tiny arms. With his tiny little arms. Yeah, because then he couldn't touch me. Oh, his arms are too small. do everything with his mouth. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) What'd that mouth do, though? (laughs) What am I doing? I gasp. Taking what you want, Snape informs me. I have no idea if this is the truth. I'm not interested in joining the dinosaur's motorcycle harem. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but the cravings bubbling up within me would say otherwise. Of course, one moment of passion doesn't have to be anything other than just that, and all these things can be sorted out later. Right now, consequences are the last thing I want to think about. I push any logic out of my mind instead of focusing on the powerful cravings that continue to build within me. I'm completely overwhelmed with animalistic desire, wanting nothing more than to give myself over to Snape completely. Do it, girl. I quickly pull the dinosaur's shirt up over the top of his head, tossing it to the side and revealing his brawny torso in all of its glory. Moments later, my top is coming off too, revealing the cute maroon and gold sports bra underneath. Ooh, we love a sports bra. She went hiking and she's not afraid to show it. No. This is realistic, Very apart from realistic. the dinosaur, but like realistic to hiking. Yeah, girl. I wouldn't wear an actual bra to go no. hiking. Who wants underwire when you're working out? Psychos. I also carefully remove my glasses, setting them on a nearby stump. Pushing him backwards, I continue to make out with Snape until his rear comes to rest against a massive tree trunk, spiraling up above us in a cascade of long, sweeping branches. I'm clawing at the Parasaurolophus now, (laughs) my fingers drifting lower and lower, until eventually they reach his belt buckle and tear it open. Yeah. I swiftly move onto Snape's zipper, dropping to my knees and yanking down his waistband. Suddenly, Snape's enormous member has erupted out into my face. A dark green strap-on with a thickness unlike anything I have ever seen. It's so enormous that it actually startles me, staring down this bardic python as it sways in the fresh forest air. Oh, uh, so they're wearing a strap-on. Yeah. Before we go any further, this is my cock, the dinosaur informs me. (laughs) Don't call it a strap-on. Don't even think of it as a strap-on. This is my dick. Understood? Nice. You've got a huge cock. I reply with a smile. I open wide and take Snape's dick between my lips, bobbing my head up and down across his length while the dinosaur above me moans loudly, his voice echoing out across the woods. I'll be perfectly honest. It's been a while since I've done anything like this, but I pick things up again quickly. Like riding a bike. (laughs) Snape is clearly enjoying himself his head tilted back as a long, satisfied groan escapes his lips. 
With the large tree positioned firmly behind him, the Parasaurolophus has nowhere to squirm to, nowhere to pull back and release the pleasure that is now bubbling up within. I can feel his gorgeous abs flexing and releasing above me, struggling to adjust to the cascade of sensations that are now being thrust upon him. Suddenly, Snape takes me by the shoulders and pushes me back a bit, then helps me to my feet. You're too good to me, he coos. Let me be good to you. Ooh. But you're a bad boy, I reply with a laugh. You're telling me you can be good, too? For you, I can try. What does this mean that bad boys don't go down on people? Apparently. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Is this like a universal (laughs) rule? (laughs) It is a truth universally acknowledged that bad boys do not participate in oral sex. If he wears sleeves and has long hair with a motorcycle, he ain't eating pussy. Quote it. Write it down. Put it on my gravestone. (laughs) It's an epitaph. Yeah. For you, I can try, Snape affirms, his tone momentarily shifting towards the serious. The dinosaur takes me with his massive claws and carefully slips my hiking shorts down along with my panties. Oh, claws. Okay, so he doesn't have, like, human hands? No, I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think so. I guess he has... Or maybe, like, dinosaur hands are shaped like human hands, but they're, like, bony and have talons. Yeah, they're, like, a mixture of bird. Yeah. But usually it's only, like, four. Uh, yeah. Three or four. Vect only had three fingers. Yeah. But they were human. These ones have, like, sharp claws on the end. Yes, they do. Okay. What those fingers do, Trim though. Trim your nails. Oh I'm scared. <laughs> I step out of them as Snape looks me over, smiling wide at the thought of whatever he has planned. Suddenly, Snape is using his enormous muscular arms to lift me up in the air, spinning me around so that now my back is pressed up against the tree. The only difference, of course, is that I'm five and a half feet or so off the ground. Wait, what? (laughs) I think he propped her... Up on the tree so that his face is in line with her pussy. But is she... So she's up. Is he holding her up there? Yes. Okay. (laughs) So he just like basket tossed her up like a cheerleader. Yes. He lifted her up, spun her around (laughs) a couple times. She did a couple aerials. Yeah. And then just caught her with one hand. Caught her with one hand, pressing her against the tree trunk. By her stomach? By her vagina? (laughs) (laughs) i'm trying to picture it i guess probably by vagina yeah or he's like holding underneath her thighs yeah her buttocks yeah sure okay she's up there somehow sure (laughs) you can touch it i explain and you can suck it but call it what it is not a dick that's my clit oh nice My legs over both of Snape's scaly green shoulders. There we go. Okay, I see, I see. I now find him with his face buried deep in my crotch, the man's wet tongue softly lapping across my most sensitive areas. That's a very fun position. Yeah. I feel like it would be so difficult to get into if you weren't with a cheerleader dinosaur. But like (laughs) that, it makes sense to be up there and then just wrap your legs around. 
I love it. I feel like if you pro- if you're propped up correctly, it wouldn't yeah. take that much effort. No, yeah, physics. It would just be like maneuvering to get into that would be kind of funny. Yeah, it would be probably a little awkward because you'd have to shuffle yeah. around. But, but I'm also thinking like as a six foot woman, and I would probably have to be with a man that is tall enough and like muscular enough to hold me up there. I don't think we would fit. Like the ceiling would not be high enough. You're in the forest. Oh, I guess. Well, I'm just <laughs> thinking no in ceiling. my room. <laughs> oh, yeah, maybe. Well, maybe it would be fine. It might be just perfect. I'm. We're looking at our 10 <laughs> foot high ceilings right now. Yeah. And I think it would work because if he's six foot, you're. And it's you're, just my torso. Yeah. Your torso is four feet. Yeah. So it would probably be just right. It might be exhilarating to have your head like resting on the ceiling or like just around the ceiling. Yeah. Because you're also scared you're going to fall, but it feels so good. Oh, my God. Wow. Yeah, maybe I'd be a little bit too stressed. (laughs) I love that you said that my torso is four feet long because then that makes my feet two feet. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Your legs are only two feet. (laughs) That makes no sense. And I just said, yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. That makes no sense. Okay, so it would be fine. You would have lots yeah, of room. It would to be spare. fine. Lots of room. Great. Well, noted. <laughs> We're the try guys when you need them. Yeah. I was um talking with a guy on a dating app about this podcast and he was like, So now do you have all of these ideas of like what you want to try out? And I was like, kind of, I guess. I've never really thought of it before. I don't have like a list of things that I want to do. No, no, for sure not. But I guess it's more like scenarios. Right. It's not so much like, oh, I want to try this position. Like nobody really does crazy positions in this book. The only crazy positions we've had is this one. And when the coronavirus turned the doctor upside down. Yeah, it's usually meme books. Yeah. Where you're like, he was a virus. Yeah. She was a girl. Can I make it any, any more, more obvious? obvious? <laughs> yeah. It's like they, they throw in these crazy positions because it won't take the reader out. Yeah. It makes sense. It You're makes already sense. in a weird world. Yeah. So. No one's going to question these weird positions. Yeah. But if it was just like a normal Regency book and he's like. <laughs> Lips are upside down. Lips are upside down. You'd be like, excuse me. <laughs> What's happening? <laughs> yeah. But this one, this one could work oh my god so i'm watching rain the tv show oh and it's about mary queen of scots so it's set in like the 1400s makes sense and the king of france he's like an older gentleman or whatever he's a very promiscuous king there's a scene where he's fucking a woman on a windowsill and he thrusts her so hard that she falls out and she dies what yeah (laughs) what I just remembered that scene and I was like, shooketh. It is, did did that really happen? Is that why they put it in? Or were the writers like, you know what? I just think that this, this is necessary. <laughs> well, it was kind of a start. It was like a gateway to this king becoming crazy in bed and going crazy. Like he's starting to go insane. Yeah. But they're spinning it as like, he's becoming super violent in bed and like needs to kill women to get off. Oh my God. So they spin it as like his gateway to crazy sex. Sure. Maybe it's based in truth. Maybe that did happen. I'm sure many crazy things happened in the 1400s because people were hashtag repressed. So. My God. You know what rich people with no problems do? Push people out of windows. Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. Just girly things. (laughs) 
<laughs> Anyways, back to the book. <laughs> back to the sex in the woods. Yeah. She's on a tree. She's on a tree. Snape is eating her out. Great. Oh, my God. I gasp. My face flushed red from the incredible sensations that are pulsing through my body. Snape appears to know exactly what he's doing, alternating between long, slow sucks and a series of staccato flicks from the tip of his tongue. Mm. He somehow knows exactly how my body is going to react, pushing me forward and then pulling me back in a never-ending series of tension and release. So is she... Um. Are her sexual organs transitioned to female or no? It seems like no. Yeah, okay. It seems like she still has a penis. Great, okay. But it's her clit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which makes sense. That's why some females' clits are bigger than others. They just have... More a, testosterone. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. Because that's all the penis is. It's just, well, not all, but like that's <laughs> partially what it is. It's like... It's just hormones. Yeah, exactly. I grab the back of his head and pull him even closer, desperately running my fingers through the dinosaur's long, dark hair. Up here in the air, I feel even more disconnected from responsibility or consequences, completely free to sexually express myself with the help of this beautiful lover. While the woman I used to be still haunts the forest floor below, I've graduated to the trees. My animalistic desires have brought me even closer to nature than ever before. The fresh influence I'd been so desperately looking for. Or maybe I'm just having a really good time. Sometimes, as a wizard, it's easy to get carried away with the metaphors I see in the world. A good fuck is beautiful and sexy and sensual. But it's also fun. Yeah, girl. I like her style. Yeah, me too. Maybe it took a guy like Snabe to help me fully realize that. By now, the first simmers of orgasm have already started to bubble up within me. I push into them, allowing these feelings to consume me as Snabe keeps up the pace with the confident bob of his head. It's a lot to take, but I refuse to turn away, forcing myself to accept these powerful sensations head on. She's tingling. Yeah. The beautiful orgasmic warmth starts at the pit of my stomach, then slowly begins to make its way out across my body, blossoming with tendrils of aching pleasure. I'm trembling wildly as it moves down my arms and legs, filling me up with a potent ache and causing my eyes to roll back into my head. I'm breathing heavy, my heart slamming hard in my chest as I edge closer and closer to the edge of climax. Oh my god! I groan, my voice cascading down the tree-covered hillside. Oh my god! Oh my god! The pressure continues to build until finally the dam breaks. I throw back my head and let out a howl of pleasure, my scream echoing out around us and causing a plume of nearby birds to erupt from their tree. In this moment, Snabe and I are fully connected to one another a single entity drawn together by forces much bigger than ourselves. Sure, our paths have twisted and turned to get here, but they make so much sense once they finally meet. When the sensation finally passes, Snape swallows my load, then begins to lower me down. We're not through with each other yet, though. Before my feet have a chance to touch the ground, my muscular lover allows me to wrap my legs around his waist, hovering with expert precision above his enormous rod. Yeah. I really... Chuck Tangles is a good writer. Yeah, he is. Like, for the meanness of what this book is, 
it's well written it's very well written and you kind of just forget well you're just brought into this random world yeah and you just are accepting of what's happening like it's the same thing in buttception it's the most outrageous plot but i'm like okay yeah okay i'm here i'm here for the ride and there's nothing cringe about it like that whole orgasm moment was great it It was was good better than most harlequin (laughs) one thousand percent like yeah you just you accept it and you respect it it's not like you're like this is shitty therefore i can laugh at it you're like whoa yeah okay it's great i'm here for the ride we're here in this world and we're climaxing yeah and he's a dinosaur (laughs) (laughs) okay no biggie no biggie at all can you go longer the dinosaur questions Sexualis secundus, I announce proudly, waving my wand in the air. Oh my god. <laughs> She's a wizard, Harry. <laughs> You're a wizard, Harriet. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, I forgot to say the names of the school and the other people. I wrote a bunch of names that Chuck Tingle came up with. Oh, for like Ron and Hermione? Like, are there other characters or no? Um, There's a couple. There's only two Mm. that I forgot to say. So speaking of you're a wizard, Harriet. Yeah. The groundskeeper of the school. Yeah. The school is called Bogmorts. (laughs) Disgusting. (laughs) And the groundskeeper is called Magrid. Nice. We love Magrid. Magrid works at Bogmorts. I kind of, I don't hate Magrid. No. (laughs) Bogmorts is disgusting. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) But could you imagine if these were the actual names? We would be so accepting of it. Absolutely. Like you're, we're just used to Hogwarts. Yeah. But like that also is Hog and Warts. Like the worst. (laughs) Yeah, of course, that's not a nice name. No, but Bogmorts. Bogmorts. (laughs) All of a sudden we're like, that's disgusting. Disgusting. Unacceptable. <laughs> yeah. Throw the book across the room. Yeah. Sexualis secundus, I announce proudly, waving my wand in the air. The two of us watch as my clit begins to swell again. Wow. Incredible, Snape remarks with a grin. That's not my ass, though, I begin. I know, the Parasaurolophus offers, cutting me off. You don't even need to say it. This is like instant Viagra. It's like Viagra for wizards. Absolutely. <laughs> Wizard Viagra. Yeah. Sexualis secundus. <laughs> Helping you buy better. Like- oh my God. <laughs> the best part of waking up is sexualis secundus. Bing. <laughs> now at the same height, our gaze is locked together, eyes burning deep into one another's soul. Is We're she still straddling him? No. Sure, her, she is koala bearing him. Yeah, okay, great. So her legs are around him. Yeah, she's hovering. We're so close that our foreheads are touching, the sweaty hair dangling as our heavy breathing starts to sink. Moments later, Snape lowers me down, impaling my body across his mammoth shaft. Ugh, yes. <laughs> the first thing that strikes me is the incredible feeling of fullness. I've been with plenty of men before, but never had their member fit so perfectly within my pussy. Nice. I like that it's perfect. It's not like, he's too big for me. Yeah. I can't handle him. It's Goldilocks. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) If I was any less aroused, in fact, it might be too tight. But in this state of belligerent lust, the insertion is exactly what it should be. 
Lost is so much fun. <laughs> it really is. It really is. Because you just feel so carefree when it comes to lust. There's no like emotions in it that sort of get in the way. Yeah, you're just lustful. You're there for the end result. You're like must come. Yeah. You're not concerned about anything else. No, it's so freeing. It's great. You're so Everyone right. Everyone should Michaela. try it out. <laughs> Snape immediately gets to work, grinding up into me, using his hips in a series of rhythmic swoops as I hold on tight. The sex is incredible, but even more incredible is the feeling of closeness that I get when our bare skin is pressed so tightly. As emotionally intimate as me and Snape have grown, our physical connection has been completely barren up until now. Suddenly, I'm receiving it all at once, and the overwhelming sensation of Snape's touch is everything that I hoped it would be. Our heaving bodies start slow and then gradually begin to speed up, connecting in ways that I never could have imagined possible. The dinosaur has a beautiful confidence to his rhythm, a true bard, even when his instrument is sexual gratification. It's not long before the orgasmic sensations begin to blossom up within me yet again, only this time the feeling has spread out across a second body. Snape and me have merged into a single entity, the movements of our writhing frames perfectly in sync as that familiar, warm feeling continues to build within us. I can immediately tell that this moment is not just another random fuck for Snape. There is something else brewing here, something that can only be attained when two opposing but equally powerful forces collide. Magic. <laughs> Wait, what was the book where he was like, this is magic? What, oh what book was that? Oh my god, it was, um, it was Mother's week. Day. It was Married by Contra... Um, nope, it was One Little Secret. Yeah. With East Ethan? Justin? What's his name? Justin. Just, yeah, because name she Ethan. called him Ethan. Yeah, oh my god. Oh my god. Yeah, and she was like, what are we doing? What is this? And he's like, magic. magic. Pure magic. <laughs> so disgusting. I'm gonna make you fly. <laughs> You wish you were a Harriet Porber. Yeah, you wish. <laughs> so gross. I like that we look at that because that's like human, like two humans having sex and we're like, disgusting. This one, dinosaur, we're like, yeah, magic. Okay, hot. Give it to us. Keep doing it. This is normal. <laughs> I think we're fucked up. Absolutely. Yeah. You just okay. know, you just realized this? Well, like I had an inkling, but. <laughs> <laughs> now it's confirmed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's so good, I begin to stammer, the words falling limply from my mouth in a blissed-out mantra, repeating over and over again as they escalate in volume. Soon enough, Snabe is moaning as well, our cries blending in perfect harmony. The parasaurolophus doesn't let up for a second, slamming into me now as my fingers dig deep into his scaly back. Mmm, scales. <laughs> Suddenly, the two of us throw our heads back in unison, letting out parallel screams of passion that go on and on for what seems like forever. When the feeling of orgasm finally passes, Snape sets me down once more. I begin to gather my clothes, pulling them on while my eyes remain transfixed on Snape's perfect tattoo-covered physique. I'm still having trouble believing this dinosaur is real. That was incredible. The muscular bard tells me as he finishes clothing himself. I just realized that uh, Snape is British. Is he? I was supposed to be doing an accent this whole time. Oh, that's fine. 
That's okay. <laughs> Mikhail's not sad. But Harriet Porber is from America. Oh, okay. And she goes to England, and he's from Bristol. I see. Okay, well, that's fine. It's fine. You're you fired, but me? that's fine. Oh, no. <laughs> Who's going to do the accents now? Me, bitch. <laughs> Everyone run away. <laughs> Just the workout I was looking for, I joke, still high from my recent orgasm. The two of us finish getting dressed and then pause, standing for a moment as we continue to come to terms with what just happened. Without saying a word, we come together again, only this time we do nothing more than hug. Oh, because we're the best of friends. <laughs> Our arms wrapped around one another's bodies, we simply exist in each other's presence for a while, listening to the wind as it pulses through the trees and the soft, distant sound of the ocean as it laps along the shore. Don't think this changes anything, I finally inform him. I'm still not interested in being a part of your little crew. I know, the dinosaur tells me with a half-hearted <laughs> smile. Do you care? I question. Snape sighs. Yeah, I do. It makes him hotter. <laughs> <laughs> a British dinosaur with tattoos and long hair uh... and sleeves? With books? With books? Pride and Prejudice? Is he wearing slacks? It is Colin Firth. <laughs> oh my god, it's Colin Firth, my daddy. He just needs that like pirate shirt, the balloon shirts. Yes, you know? and then he needs to jump in a pond. Yeah. The single word goes unanswered, drifting away in the wind. Eventually, Snave and me release one another and turn to head back down the hill. The purpose of that hike was to get my heart pumping and my inspiration flowing, and although the route I'd planned remains incomplete, that's exactly what has happened. I'm ready to create, ready to take these feelings that swirl around inside me and spill them out onto the page. Nice. Let's end it there. Yeah. An orgasm? Orgasms are beautiful. They really are. They can help so much, like they clear the mind. I feel like they're a nice reset. Yep. And also, they, when you're on your period, it helps so much with cramps. It helps so much with cramps. Like, insanely. Yeah. And also, kind of, like, if your nose is a little stuffy, it'll help, like, clear out your sinuses. What? Yeah. <laughs> what? It's I've true. never experienced that. It's, well, I have. <laughs> what? <laughs> Great. <laughs> Science. Medicine. Sure. Sure, sure, sure. An orgasm a day keeps the doctor away. This is accurate. Throw away your apples and just consume a vibrator. <laughs> consume a vibrator. Great. What did you think of this book? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I guess I have to say my thoughts. Um, I thought it was a good book. You know, I wasn't like hot and bothered while listening to it. But I think that Chuck Tingles did the damn thing. And... For our first book with trans people in it, I feel like it was done well. Absolutely. You know, like it didn't make it a meme. It wasn't like a weird mockery or something. It, he did those characters justice. Absolutely. And I think that it was it was well written. For and sure. well executed. It didn't like get me hot though. I don't know. I think that there was too much of like metaphorical description of orgasms. <laughs> Which it it was good, like it was well written metaphors, but I was like, okay, (laughs) okay, let's just let's get down to business. Yeah, and I mean, as well written as these characters were, I'm not going to be turned on by a dinosaur. 
<laughs> yeah, like I feel like I could be, but maybe he just wasn't described enough for me. This is true. There it wasn't was... any description of like what they looked like, their bodies. True. It was just like waves of orgasm filled me, the warmth in my stomach. Like, yeah, that was it. I couldn't really picture what was happening. One th- this is very true. The characters weren't really described, so it was hard to, we didn't really know what to picture. Right? Yeah. So. If there wasn't a photo of them on the front cover, I would fully have no idea what they look like. Absolutely. I just know that he's buff and he has a mammoth penis. Yeah. <laughs> mammoth you know. shaft. Yeah. This is very true. Um. Yeah. I, I would, thought it was well written. I think I think it was fine. I would give it like a four. Oh. I don't know. Because if we're going by the way that we rank it, a five is like you're satisfied. I wasn't really sexually satisfied. Yeah. I was satisfied with the story and the plot yes and the way that the characters were written but i wasn't sexually satisfied there we go i don't know i'd say a four what do you say what do you say what do you say say you sir (laughs) (laughs) um i agree with this yeah i agree with this great a four a four a four is good yeah i hope that we redeemed harry potter for all of you (laughs) (laughs) just i yeah i also just love the huge slap in the face the for huge she who you. shall not be named yeah absolutely <laughs> yeah i really love this it this is the this is the harry pewter that i want and need yeah exactly if you want to watch this episode the first half of it you can go to our youtube channel just type in not your mother's book club um and you can find us and like and follow and subscribe and do all the things you can also find us on Instagram at Not Mother's Book Club. And if you want to send us your own home written erotica, you can send it to our email, notmothersbookclub at gmail.com. We feature that smut on our Let's Have a Quickie. But the loophole is you can only listen to that if you are a what? Distinguished patron. <laughs> a freaking patron. So you can sign up for our Patreon at patreon.com slash notyourmothersbookclub. And you get some really fun extra content and we let you have a voice. So (laughs) (laughs) we listen to what you have to say. Yeah. And we actually have some like fun conversations going on on our Patreon. So, you know, join the conversation. Be a friend. Let's chat. You know you want to. (laughs) You know you want it. Um, Okay. That's it. That's my spiel. That was great. You did a good job. Thank you. I'm proud of you. It's like this is my job or something or something like that i don't know i just keep coming back for some reason (laughs) you keep showing up yeah we have to give you something to do (laughs) like say things into this microphone yeah 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 (laughs) well thanks for tuning in have an amazing pride month my friends yes um have sex with everybody but make sure it's safe and make sure you get tested because stis are not a joke this is sponsored by (laughs) your local physician into that cup yes helping you pee better <laughs> i don't know <laughs> helping you not spread chlamydia mm. sexy okay everyone love, love you, you all lots. so much bye